Sri Sai Sacharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, A Modern Rendering. Chapter 50 Victory to Sai, who is the devotee's support, who is our Sadguru, who explains the meaning of the Bhagavad Gita, and who gives us all powers. O Sai, look favorably on us and bless us all. Sandalwood trees grow on the Malaya mountains and ward off heat. The clouds pour rain and cool and refresh all the people. The flowers blossom in spring and enable us to worship God. So the stories of Sai Baba are revealed in order to give solace and comfort to the readers. Both those who tell and those who hear the stories of Baba are blessed and holy, as are the mouths of those who tell and the ears of those who hear. It is a well-established fact that although we may try hundreds of sadhanas, we do not attain the spiritual goal of life unless a sadguru blesses us with his grace. Hear the following story that illustrates this. Kaka Sahib Dixit Kaka Sahib was born in 1864 into a Brahmin family. After finishing his primary education, he completed his secondary education at Nagpur. After graduation from college in 1883, he passed his law and solicitor's examinations and started a solicitor's firm of his own. Before 1909, Kaga Saheb had not heard of Sai Baba, but soon after that he became one of Baba's greatest devotees. While he was staying at Lonavla, he happened to see his old friend, Nana Saheb Tondakor. They spent some time talking about many things. Kaka Saheb described how when he was boarding a train in London, he met with an accident, slipped and fell, and his leg was injured. Hundreds of remedies gave him no relief. Nana Saheb told him that if he wished to get rid of the pain and lameness of his leg, he should go see his Sadguru, Sai Baba. He gave all Baba's particulars and then mentioned Baba's statement. I draw to me, my men, from far off or even across the seven seas, like a sparrow with a string fastened to its feet. He also made it clear to him that if he were not Baba's man, he would not be attracted to him or even be given a darshan. Kaka Sahib was pleased to hear all this and told Nana Sahib that he would go to see Baba and pray to him not to cure his lame leg, but his lame, fickle mind and give him eternal bliss. Chapter 51 
Sometime after, Kakasaheb went to Ahmednagar and stayed with Kakasaheb Mirakar in connection with securing votes for a seat in the Bombay Legislative Council. Bala Saheb Mirakar, son of Kakasaheb Mirakar, who was revenue collector of Kopragan, was also there in connection with a horse exhibition. After the election business was over, Kaga Saheb wanted to go to Shirdi, and both the Mirakars, father and son, were also thinking about who the right person would be to guide him. Meanwhile, Baba was arranging things for their reception. Shama received a telegram from his father-in-law in Ahmednagar, stating that his wife was seriously ill and that he needed to come. Shama went with Baba's permission, saw his mother-in-law and found her improving. Nana Saheb Panche and Appa Saheb Gadre happened to see Shama on their way to the exhibition. And they told him to go to Mirakar's house to meet Kaka Saheb Dixit and take him to Shirdi. Kaka Saheb Dixit and the Mirakars were also informed of Shama's arrival. In the evening, Shama came to the Mirakars, who introduced him to Kaka Saheb. They arranged for Shama to leave for Kopagan with Kaka Saheb on the 10 o'clock night train. After this was settled, a curious thing happened. Bala Saheb Mirakar threw aside the cover on Baba's big portrait and showed it to Kaka Saheb. He was surprised to see that Baba, whom he was going to meet in Shirdi, was already there to greet him in the form of his portrait. He was very moved and bowed before the portrait. The portrait belonged to Mega. It had been sent to the Mirakars for glass repair, which had been done, and it was decided to return the portrait with Shama and Kakasaheb. Before ten, they went to the station and booked their passage. But when the train arrived, they found that the second-class seat was overcrowded and there was no room for them. Fortunately, the guard at the train turned out to be Kaka Sahib's acquaintance, and he put them up in first class. So they traveled comfortably and landed in Copragon. Their joy knew no bounds when they saw Nana Sahib there, who was also bound for Shirdi. Kaka Sahib and Nana Sahib embraced each other, then, after bathing in the sacred Godavari River, started for Shirdi. After arriving in Shirdi and having Baba's darshan, Kaka Sahib's mind melted. His eyes were full of tears, and he was overflowing with joy. Baba told him that he was waiting for him, and he had sent Shama ahead to receive him. Kaka Sahib then passed many happy years in Baba's company. He built a wada in Shirdi, which he made more or less his permanent home. The experiences he received from Baba are so many that it is not possible to relate them here. 
the readers are advised to read a special account of them in the Sri Sai Leela magazine. While talking to the devotees who were sitting around him, Baba said, These are my Darbar people that I referred to earlier. He also told the Durandar brothers, We have been with each other for the last sixty generations. All the brothers were gentle and modest and stood with joined hands, staring at Baba's feet. They were overcome with sattvic feelings of tears, hair standing on end, and throats choked with emotion. Then they went to their lodging, took their meals, and after taking a little rest, came again to the masjid. Balaram sat near Baba, massaging his legs. Baba, who was smoking a chillum, gave it to him and indicated that he should smoke it. Balaram was not accustomed to smoking, but he accepted the pipe and smoked it with great difficulty, then returned it reverentially with a bow. This was the most auspicious moment for Balaram. He had been suffering from asthma for six years. This smoke completely cured him of the disease, and it never troubled him again. One day, six years later, he did have another attack of asthma. It was precisely the time when Baba took his Mahasamadhi. As the day of this visit was on a Thursday, the Durandar brothers had the good fortune of witnessing the Chavati procession. Balaram saw the radiance of Pandurang on Baba's face, and next morning at the Kakardarti time, the same phenomenon, the same radiance of his beloved deity, Pandurang, was again visible on Baba's face. Balaram Durandar wrote the life of the Maharashtra saint Tukaram in Marathi, but did not survive to see its publication. His brothers later published it in 1928. In a short note of Balaram's life in the beginning of the book, an account of Balaram's visit to Baba was given. Pranams to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. You've been listening to a modern rendering of Hamad Pant's The Sri Sai Sacharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, edited and narrated by Monica Penaconda. For more content like this online, please go to divinelineage.org, saifamily.org, and peacefires.org. To learn more about Monica, please go to monicapinaconda.org.